0: Welcome to the Kindness Warrior podcast. I'm Carly Riggs, your host, and this is part two of our aging and Down syndrome conversation. If you haven't had a chance to check out part one, I suggest that you go back and give it a listen because in this conversation, I dig a little deeper with Down syndrome of Louisville's aging expert, Kathy Palmer, about what the other experts discussed in the session. The link for the full webinar is in the show notes for you to access if you'd like, and um, let's get to it. Enjoy part two of Aging and Down Syndrome, Positive Approach to Care.
1: You are listening to the Kindness Warrior Podcast, a Down Syndrome of Louisville production. Serving locally, sharing globally.
0: Okay, so I have Kathy back here. Um, There's just so much information I wanted to be able to continue talking about this um uh this awesome all of this awesome aging stuff Mm -hmm. kathy had some information that she wanted to share and and um miss teepa was just so informative that um that we didn't get to all of it so do you want to
1: yeah if i could just share a few things that i think would be really beneficial for um our parents or anybody that that tuned in today um, one site that I did want to bring up to everybody um, and just let you know that it's out there is called dsc2u.org. And it is the number two when you're putting that in your web browser. Um, this site is is so important because, you know, I I feel like there are not a lot of experts in our medical field. Um, that deal with folks with Down syndrome on a daily basis. They may see one or two come their way. Um, But in general, you know, being a physician is hard. They're constantly learning and, and hopefully learning more about Down syndrome. But with DSC to you, it's a personalized care plan that you can actually take to your physician with your child, son or daughter, um, adult, um, that goes through, um, just their, kind of their lifespan.
0: Yeah. So like in this DSC to you, which it's DSC, the number two, and then the letter U, Down syndrome clinic to you, um, you will, it's like a, it's like a big long survey that you only have to do every once you know like if you want to do it once a year if if, you, if there's been changes in your child's life or adult's life um then you fill it out right. and then it this is like a a printout that happens mm-hmm.
1: and so you know it's you it's a personalized checklist of information resources and recommendation that you can take to your physician with you um it is generated by a computer so just kind of keep that in mind um, the checklist was not prepared or reviewed by a clinician specifically for possibly somebody with Down syndrome, but it is a team of medical experts that, um, that are nationally, you know, in their healthcare guidelines and they know um, specifically about Down syndrome. And so the checklist, um, helps establish a healthcare provider patient relationship. And if you looked at the bottom after this person filled out the checklist, It gives recommendations that you can take to your physician with you. So for example, this top one here where it says audiogram hearing test, says Allison and that, you know, that's a pretend person. Allison is due for her hearing test. And it also gives you a little link. It says more information on hearing loss and Down syndrome. And you can click on these links. Um, It also gives you some information underneath why up to 75 of every 100 individuals with Down syndrome have hearing loss. And so that was, it was indicated in her checklist that she did not have an audiogram within the past year. And so they do recommend that. And if you continue, it, it you know, it covers her eye exam, sleep studies, because we know that um, sleep apnea affects most of our folks. Same with thi- thyroid function tests. Um, And it breaks it apart into different sections. So here's a section on new or known conditions and diagnosis. It looks like Allison has possible OCD um, behaviors. She has dry skin, and and that's something that's common in folks with Down syndrome. Um, She has acne, seasonal allergies. It goes through her, I mean, honestly, through her whole life. Um, Health and wellness resources, and sexual development, food assistance. It also recommends nutrition for Allison um, on down into even life skills um, and and what Allison needs to work on like finding her doctor's phone number it, again it gives you again the resources to help you find all of these different specific life skills. So these printouts these that you take to, your physician are, you know, are full of lots of lots of great um, information on the person with Down syndrome and can really help, help the physician along with this is a printout for the physician as well. Um, very easy to read, nothing complicated. Um. And it says, "Dear Doctor Ryan," gives the date of birth and the person that you know he or she has seen, and gives a personalized checklist for Allison's provider. Um, and again, goes through all of those things that the doctor may need to check for Allison, um, suggestions for her. Um, again, going through her her entire life history. So I feel like DSC to you. Again, it's the number two is very important um for our folks
0: yeah absolutely and and this this service um right now is is not free to the user um but you pay for it you know probably once a year i think you can get a subscription but if you are a down syndrome of louisville family that's listening to this um we do have coupon codes, so you can reach out and um and get, I think it's ten dollars off of the service, but it's definitely, okay. especially if you, um, I, th- I feel like it's especially important for adult families because um, a lot of our w- once once you're you're done with your pediatrician, sometimes you go to this, you know, a new general prati- practitioner that might not have, have much experience with individuals with Down syndrome, and this is just a really good guide for them. Um, To you know, for you to say these are all the things on you know I I want you to check on. Um, So again, that's DSC to you, and the two is a number and the U is a letter, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um,
1: And they are trying to get it um, covered mm -hmm. by insurance. Yeah, in
0: some states it is covered by insurance. It's just not covered in Indiana or Kentucky right now. If you do live in this area, that's a great resource, Miss Kathy. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I mean, super super helpful. I think for our folks and our families. Um, also wanted to share, and this happens to be through the National Down Syndrome Society. So the website for that is N is in Nancy, D is in David, S is in Sally, and S is in Sam, ndss.org. Um, if you go onto their website, and we are affiliated with NDSS um, through Down Syndrome of Louisville, um, what this is is the Alzheimer's disease and Down syndrome practical guidebook for caregivers. So we know our caregivers are, are always looking for information and ways to, to help their loved one with, Down, you know, with Alzheimer's. Um, so the guidebook is a great resource. Um, you can see here in the table of contents that it, it covers just about everything. Um, there's an explanation for. And something that I wanted to point out is, you know, and and of course, I'm still learning myself, you know, what is the connection between Down syndrome and Alzheimer's disease? And, you know, basically, it's a buildup of, of proteins, abnormal proteins, on that 21st chromosome that builds up plaques and tangles, along the way. And so Alzheimer's disease and down syndrome share a unique genetic connection, um, which makes our folks more prevalent for um, developing. So that's why there's, there's such a high
0: percentage of individuals with down syndrome because that, that plaque buildup and tangles um, is on that, the extra chromosome. Correct.
1: Correct. So, you know, something that I'm, I'm still researching about, but it's it's just very interesting. Um, our folks, about 80% of our folks will end up developing aging signs. What did you say, 80%? not
0: um, Oh wow. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Yes, it's it's very high um, because of that because of trisomy mm-hmm. 21.
0: Because of that extra chromosome. Well, I also know that that I mean the the Down syndrome community is helping the research of Alzheimer's. Like, just it's incredible how much. Are, that our members are truly helping the scientific world figure things out of why it's happening and, um, mm-hmm. and are are you know, kind of leading the way as far as like, you know, these research, these research facilities and they're learning so much because of individuals with Down syndrome.
1: Yeah, exactly. Let me see here. There was one other thing that I, you had mentioned earlier, Carly, in our, um, podcast about mm-hmm. UK. And our relationship with UK,
0: um, which is University of Kentucky, for anyone who doesn't um, right who's listening from somewhere else, I'll
1: talk a little bit about that while I pull up the site, would you? Please?
0: Sure. So um, University of Kentucky has—I don't know how many years the program has been happening, but they have um, been researching the correlation between Down syndrome and Alzheimer's for many years. And so, because um, mm-hmm. we are so close to UK here in Louisville. Um, many of our our Louisville members are part uh, a part of this research study. And so um, as early as 25, they're registering to be a part of this research um, study. And so if anyone's listening and you are interested in, in putting your son or daughter um, or a loved one in this research program, um, they could really help, you know, make a difference. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, right, yeah. I've pulled up uh, uh, their website, and it is uh, the UK Sanders Brown Aging Center. Um, it's Aging and Down Syndrome Research Study, and you can go on their website that we are involved in um, and, and get more information on that. And so, you know, I'm just reading right off the website for those of you listening Um, Researchers at U of K are seeking to understand how aging and Down syndrome may affect a person's memory and thinking as they get older. The goals of the project are to follow neurological learning and memory changes in adults with Down syndrome as they age, um, to examine brain changes using MRIs, and to measure blood biomarkers. And so, as Carly mentioned, um, persons with Down syndrome age 25 and older, with or without signs of alzheimer's disease.
0: So yeah, they that's a huge one. They don't have to right. be showing signs. Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. Um and you know, why should you join? You you know join because you are helping to change the difference in the lives of folks with down syndrome. Um you're allowing us to, you know, UK to do research and and put that out there for folks. A great website and I'm just clicking on a link that's on the actual page that I've pulled up. And it's under the Sanders Brown Center on Aging through UK, University of Kentucky. Um, it goes through the study. On their resources page, you can see here we are. Down syndrome of Louisville um, is part of the, the research. And again, up at the top, we went through that DS Connect, the Down Syndrome Registry. So lots of good resources that they also offer on I'll their be sure site. to put all of
0: these in the show notes as well. Um, and when we, when, we, when we pop up a, a blog about, you know, with this Zoom call, this recorded Zoom call, I'll, I'll be sure to put all of these links in, in there so we've got them all. So I'm very curious about the GEMS. And we we, um, we covered them a tiny bit um, with uh-huh. Ms Tipa, but can you explain to me? so we're, we in, it's instead of saying um, like early onset, we're saying a, a gem instead of saying early onset Alzheimer's or late Alzheimer's, or it's kind of almost in the same way that you know the the autism is on a spectrum. So is dementia Alzheimer's. And instead of saying low functioning, high functioning, because we don't want to say that anymore, it's more we refer to the different, in quotes, stages of, of dementia Alzheimer's with these gem colors. Is that right? Am I grasping yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. Right, currently. Um Yeah, you know, gone are the days where we label things, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like, you know, we don't call our folks a person with Downs. Uh-uh, that's a no-no. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they have Down syndrome, but that doesn't make them who they are, you know. Um, so that's the same thing with Tifa's gems. She goes through a series of gems. They're sparkly, they're shiny. Again, we want, to, we want to work with our folks with what they have left in them. We want to make that shine. We want to make them bright. We want to make them feel good. Um, about the rest of the life that they have. And so Tifa has created um, her gems, as she was talking about earlier in the podcast, Um, and what those gems, you know, what the characteristics of each of those gems are related to somebody with Alzheimer's. Um, And she takes you through those in in lots of description. And and through my training um, with Beth Tesfay, we had to do a lot of of role play with those gems because it can be challenging to to decipher where somebody is you know on that on that on that chart Mm -hmm. Um, but gems is a great way of um, just making it i i hate to say sound better
0: of being being aware but it's almost like focusing on the positive rather than yeah than the negative yeah
1: yeah very much so
0: yeah i like that uh, yeah, um, and then the other thing I wanted to to mention is the positive approach to care. It was all on a hand, so she was holding up her yeah. hand, and there, and she was pointing to her fingers, and essentially she was saying, "We don't want to use two fingers. We want, you know, we want it to be the entire hand." And it, and they re- were representing all these amazing things. And when we work together, then it works. Mm-hmm. You know, um, right. yeah. so I might even. Yeah.
1: Yeah, these three fingers, your thumb and your two first fingers, those are your skill fingers mm-hmm. as you're picking and, you know, buttoning, zipping, feeding yourself, all of those different skills that you use with these three fingers. And then these are your, uh, here we go, <laughs> your <last two laughs> are your strength and, and, and where your strength comes from. Okay. So, um, and again, like she was saying, one of her representations was we want to be side by side. We want to work together, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes helping each other. Yeah, so
0: we're crossing our fingers, you know, one person might be helping the other, and then she would switch her fingers, and, you know, it might be that they're helping you, and you're helping them.
1: Right, Um, right. One good example of this was, you know, on YouTube, on my website for Positive Approach to Care, um, I do an example where I'm helping somebody feed themselves. And again, you're using those skill fingers but I'm also holding that person's hand. Their hand is actually on top of mine because that's, that's the approach. You want them to be on top, feeling like they're still in control of their life mm-hmm. and you're assisting and you're helping and you're just making that process easier for them. But you're, you're still giving them their independence and, and, um, you know, that sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. They're still living, and we again we want to make that shine. We want that to come through. Yeah,
0: um, one of so. something that keeps coming up anytime that um, that I hear, you know, we we a lot of times in education you hear hand over hand, but with TIPA she says hand under hand, mm-hmm. um, because you know it gives it gives the um, the person you know the the control and the support. Yeah, um, but I have like a visceral like physical memory from my childhood. And I and it comes up all the time. I don't know it and, but especially when that phrase is used, you know, the hand under hand of my dad teaching me how to play baseball. When I was young, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe three, maybe four. And I'm holding the bat. um, Or he's holding the bat, but my hands were on top of his hands. And I can physically feel him like, i'm trying to show you and explain at the same time but like him like like choking the bat like you know that Mm -hmm. you know how baseball players choke the bat i i can like physically feel him doing that and then like you know getting ready to swing or whatever and then the actual feeling of him but it was me swinging that bat and like you know anytime i see a dad or you know whoever um teaching a kid how to play baseball or or i'll see my my dad teaching another one of our little family members how to play baseball like i have that physical memory um i know exactly what that feels like you know so anyway i never took to baseball (laughs) but (laughs) somehow i know how you know when i'm watching i know what that feels like so anyway it is it is very important to have like you know obviously i i understand how that can make you feel like
1: you're, like you're doing empowered. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure you were so proud of yourself, even though dad was assisting, you were still completing the motion right. and doing, you know, doing it with him. And it just it just makes you feel so proud of yourself in that moment. So, and that's what we want to do with our folks. Yeah. And, you know, whether they have Alzheimer's or not, I mean, the PAC program is excellent for anybody. Typical people like you and I yes. aging as well. Yes. I mean, so I, I think it's really important to put that out there as well, that, you know, it's not just for a certain community.
0: Right. Or population. Or, or even just, you know, some of the tips that that I hear, you know, I hear from her or from you when you're training us, it's like, this is not just for, you know, the aging population. But also, I mean, these tips are really amazing for Our younger members who have down syndrome and Mm -hmm. you know i mean it even just the mindset of if we're seeing someone have a behavior um don't don't just you know get mad and kick them out of class or whatever i mean no one's been doing that but i'm saying like okay let's let's really look at this and why do we think that this person is behaving this way what can Mm -hmm. i do to make sure, you know, maybe they need something to be one-on-one. Maybe it's loud in the room. Maybe, right. um, you know, maybe it's too busy. There's too much going on, you know, vi- virtually. Maybe there's too much going on in the background. Maybe I need right. to take this picture off the wall. Um, right. You know, maybe it's too noisy. Maybe maybe their friend's microphone is, is buzzing. You know, it, like, it could be so many things. But instead of getting mad or, you know, like, reacting to that, then let's, let's see what we can do to help this person person and that's really right. what we're here for right. um, yeah and and yeah. for for teachers that are you know might be struggling with um someone in nti or which is non-traditional instruction um mm-hmm. s- same same kind of thing or parents who who might be struggling with 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 virtual school or or you know even when when school is in session um just kind of taking a step back and thinking about okay,
1: you know what's really going on here. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it really is best practice for everybody, you know. And I hope that as I age, there will be somebody in my life that that can use these practices and that treat me with respect and and give me myself dignity
0: mm-hmm.
1: and honor. You know, the things that I can still do independently. Yes, and assist me with that. Mm-hmm.
0: The kind of life i want right what are you what are your tips on fantasy world we have that's something that happens a lot with our members um that daydreaming is confused with things that are real and and not real um and i know that sometimes with you know with dementia or alzheimer's like you know someone will th- think that you're the queen or you know like whatever it may be what what are are the tips about that
1: um the tips are join them (laughs) join them honestly um if it's not hurting them in any way if it's not interfering with their life in general and in their day-to-day you know structure or you know schedule of their day join them Mm -hmm. Uh, they appreciate that you know instead of trying to change them and tell them that hey that's not real like why are
0: you talking that way? Mm-hmm. Stop. What Join we've that. got we've got a member who tells everyone that I'm her sister. <laughs> um and w- with with her I almost just am like, "Yeah, sister." And then and then I just make sure that, you know, later on I'm like, "By the way, we're not really sisters." <laughs> cuz, you know, cuz then I'll I'll start, you know, hearing reports back because I'm the sister. Um
1: you're yeah. Like I'm not
0: legally her sister,
1: <laughs> but yeah, and I, and I think you know, because Car- earlier in the podcast you had asked about about some of that, and I think it's just all going back to educating everybody, you know, and and making everybody aware, and you know, our folks are smarter than you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know you're not her sister, um, but it's it's just the way that you react to that person. Um, And how you carry yourself and and how you can support that person through that situation um, is what makes the difference. So, yeah. But Carly, I've had a great time. thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, Um, we've got lots of good information to share and I can't wait, you know, to put it out there for everyone.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. And we'll have you back very soon um, to talk about some of the other things that you're an expert on. Thank you so much,
1: Kathy. (laughs) Thank you, Carly. This has been the Kindness Warrior Podcast, a Down Syndrome of Louisville production. To learn more about Down Syndrome of Louisville, visit our website, downsyndromeoflouisville.org. If you have questions or ideas, you can email us at Pod at dsoflou.org. The music for this episode was written and performed by Alex Stotz and Owen Eiler, The Kindness Warrior podcast is produced and edited by Ethan Holstein, produced and hosted by Carly Riggs. Thank you so much for spending time with us today.